Welcome to the Cuban Family Roots Podcast, a monthly podcast dedicated to discussing Cuban history and ancestral roots. I'm your host, Aileen Vega, podcasting from Woodbridge, New Jersey. As a genealogy enthusiast, I created the Cuban Family Roots Podcast to help others in their genealogical journey. I conduct interviews with Cuban researchers and geneticists, authors, and those with knowledge and expertise in Cuban history and genealogical research. I'm committed to conducting interviews that will point to genealogical information and resources to lead family historians in the right path to finding their family roots. From 1492, when Columbus claimed the island for Spaniards to present-day Cuban, our history has been rich and traumatic. Now our family history is slowly vanishing due to archival despair. Cubans inside and outside the island yearn to capture, learn our past, our origins, and our ancestral roots. Knowledge of our history is the key to keeping our Cuban family roots alive. I hope you enjoy listening to each episode as much as I enjoy producing them. The Cuban Family Roots Podcast can be heard on Spotify, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and many other platforms. You can support us by simply listening and engaging. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Cuban Family Roots Podcast. I'm your host, Aileen Vega, podcasting from Woodbridge, New Jersey. Today's episode is a rendition to friendship and genealogy research. I'm talking about none other than a club, the Cuban Genealogy Club of Miami. Today, I had the opportunity to talk with the Vice President of the Cuban Genealogy Club of Miami, Lourdes Del Pino. Lourdes shares her humble beginnings in genealogy research and the founding of, of the Cuban Genealogy Club of Miami, and also her role as a collaborator in the genealogy hit show, Finding Your Roots. You don't want to miss this. We'll be right back. The Cuban Genealogy Club of Miami was founded in 2002. It held its first meeting in May of that same year at Cuba Nostalgia in Coconut Grove. The founding members had met through a genealogy message board run by Mr. Ed Elizondo and his CubanGenWeb.org website. Lourdes explains that since most of the message board friends lived in Miami, they organized an in-person reunion. It was that reunion that set the stage for a long-lasting friendship that, contrary to predictions, is still going strong 21 years later. The Cuban Genealogy Club of Miami, Florida is a Miami-based organization that conducts research and creates transcriptions of information dealing with Cuban and Spanish genealogy and history. The group has created original databases of genealogical and historical information. They were instrumental in the acquisition and processing of the Enrique Hurtado de Mendoza collection of Cuban genealogy, which includes rare 17th-18th century books written in typed letters, long out of print publications and periodicals, photos, and other primary documents relating to Cuba and Cuban genealogy, collected over four decades by Felix Enrique Hurtado de Mendoza. 
In addition, the Genealogy Club's website is the hub for dozens of databases, included but not limited to documents from 21 churches in various provinces, cemetery, land and military records, passenger lists, to name a few. Lourdes highlights that many of these archives have been a contribution of both members and founders of the Cuban Genealogy Club of Miami. Lourdes del Pino Olazabal was born in Havana, Cuba. At a tender age, her mother exiled with the family to Venezuela, where Lourdes spent part of her childhood and then immigrated to the United States. Lourdes holds a bachelor and master's of science degree in industrial engineering from the University of Miami. For many years, she has made a tremendous contribution through her tireless research work in Cuban genealogy. She currently holds the position of Vice President of the Cuban Genealogy Club of Miami, in addition to her role as a collaborator in the PBS show Finding Your Roots. Lourdes resides in Miami with her husband and is the mother of two. I know you're a very busy lady, so I appreciate your time. I'm happy to be here. We would like everybody that's in genealogy knows who Lourdes del Pino is, but we want to get a little more personal. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your humble beginnings in genealogy? <laughs> okay, well, um, I was born in Havana, Cuba. Um, I lived in the U.S. until I was about eight years old and then went to Venezuela uh, for many years. Uh, when it was time for college, I came to the University of Miami where I got my bachelor's degree in um, industrial engineering and later on a master's degree in industrial engineering as well. I'm married, uh, went to live in Mexico, and um, eventually I ended up back in Miami where I've been ever since. The person responsible for my, my interest in genealogy was my grandmother, my maternal grandmother. Um, when I was in college in my uh, first year, um, I arranged all my classes so that I could uh, come home to have lunch because my grandmother was an excellent cook. And one day, <laughs> yeah, and so uh, one day she was, uh, she was talking to me about her grandparents and her uh, aunts and uncles and her cousins. And there were so many that I said, just a second, mommy. I called her mommy. Um, and I said, mommy, please, just a second, let me get a piece of paper. So, um, you know, I got a bunch of papers and I started writing down what she told me. Then I got really complicated with, uh, with school. So I just sort of like buried those papers. And eventually when I had my kids, <clears throat> I decided that, um, that I had to tell them our story. Um, we, uh, we uprooted, uh, from our uh, native country and where our ancestors were. And if I didn't tell them the story of their family, who would tell them? Uh, so that's how I started. It, isn't it interesting how like our passions, sometimes they go to sleep and then they wake up again at different phases in our lives. Like, you know, like you, you were saying that when you had kids, you know, you felt this need to tell them about your your history, your roots. Absolutely. And, and you had this this papers that were buried um, that you hadn't touched in a while because you were so busy with life, 
which is often what happens to all of us, right? Absolutely. Um, that's how you sort of like got into genealogy. How did you get involved uh, with with the club? How was the, you know, how did that start? And, you know, like what challenges you faced and what was your role in it? Well, the club was founded, um, officially founded in, in 2002. Um, and the very first thing they did, you know, um, as, uh, as a launching of the club mm -hmm. and I attended that meeting, um, I didn't know the founders, um, yet, uh, I attended that meeting and well, of course, you know, it was just fabulous for me. And, um, so a few years later, a couple of years later, I officially joined the club. I just made wonderful friends and, uh, I'm, you know, just part of uh, a wonderful, generous, lively group of people. They were transcribing a list of burials in the um, Espada Cemetery. Uh -huh. uh, they were having trouble uh, people with people that had volunteered to do the transcribing. Uh, they, they just, you know, they started, but they never finished uh, their allotted work. So I told, uh, I told Mariela, uh, I said, listen, send me everything. I'll do it because I was not doing uh, other things besides, you know, that, that would occupy my time very much. So I said, you know, just send everything to me. And uh, since then, you know, we just became very, very good friends. And uh, not just Mariela and I, but, you know, all of the, uh, of most of the founders who were still there when I, um, when I joined the club, we became very, very good friends. So at this point in time, were you already, had you already done your own genealogy? You know, were you like advanced in your own personal family history? Yes, I was. I, I had begun, like I said, with my grandmother and uh, I had um, already, while well, I was still living in Mexico, I had already asked for some records in, uh, in Cuba And once I got here, uh, I had, of course, the resources of the University of Miami, the Cuban Heritage Collection, uh, where I did a lot of research. So, so yes. Um, oh, and I also was researching my Sayas uh, surname and uh, Origenes um, had been published. The uh, book Origenes by Juan Bruno Sayas mm -hmm. has been published. So... I was very, very much into into my my family tree, building it. What genealogy resources would you recommend to someone who's getting started? Where can they find these resources? Because you guys have a great website. It has so much information. I love yes. it. Well, thank you very much. Yes, uh, that website is uh, is the result of the work and the generosity of many, many people who have given us uh, their own research, their everything that they found in their own research, like Father Sanchez, uh, Dr. Sherry Johnson, um, many of, of my fellow directors, uh, members of the club. Um, so, so yes, I mean, it's, uh, it's a wealth of information. Uh, Martha, I'm sure that, uh, that you've noticed that uh, our website changed um, not too long ago. Martha built the new website from scratch. I don't know how she did it. I think we, we all think that Martha has a clone because we don't know <laughs> where she gets the time to do all these things. Uh, but she did a beautiful job. 
organizing everything. And uh, yes, we do have a wealth of information. And uh, when people ask me, well, how do we start? What, where do we begin? I always direct them to our website. There's a very short 10 minute video in, in our website. In, I think it's the, um, in the home page. Uh, that directs people, you know, gives them the basics of how to uh, go about doing Cuban genealogy. But then it'll get there. There'll be a point where you need somebody with boots on the ground in right. Cuba in order to to further your your tree. So you know, just if anybody's interested, please go ahead and uh, and go to our website, CubanGenClub.org, and take a look at that video. It's very short but it has all the uh, basic information that you will need to begin your research. Awesome. That's great, great advice. I remember I started genealogy like back in, in 98. And I think that's a- around the time that you guys started because I remember I came across, I was doing like a search online and I came across the, the uh, church indexes and I was like, wow, to me, that was like hitting the lottery. <laughs> How did you guys, how did you guys gather those resources, those indexes? Well, uh, usually um, people are members or friends of ours um, that use them or that were given those indexes back then and they shared them with us. Like I said, you know, our website is populated uh, by other people's generosity, really. That's wonderful. Yeah. Any anecdote on uh, that you can share with the audience about like um, any project that you undertook with the club members? Well, we are always we're always trying to find uh, new things to add to our website, and you know our mission is basically to preserve uh, our history. You know our our country's history. Um, little by little, you know, with individual stories, basically, and, uh, and try to preserve the documents that are so precious to us. In terms of, of anecdotes, well, you know, each and every project that uh, I undertake, for example, uh, is an adventure because I bet. All, it, it truly is an adventure because you always learn so many new things, so many in- interesting things that and one thing that I, 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 have to, I have to say, one of the, probably it's not even an anecdote, but it is a pet peeve for so many of us who take genealogy seriously. Use reliable sources for your tree. Don't just copy other people's work. Make sure that the other person is, is citing their work, where they find their resources, citing their resources, and if there is evidence, if you find evidence or you are given evidence that something is not correct in your tree, correct it. Right. Even if that means that, that your link with uh, King Carlos I uh, is broken. Important is to have an accurate tree because you're going to leave this to, for your descendants. You know, it's, uh, it's a matter of pride and, and even dignity. You know, how are you going to... Uh, pass on something that is that you know is not true, is not real. So please be very aware of that. Now, aside from the Cuban Genealogy Club of Miami, which I know keeps you pretty busy, 
You also do work with uh, Dr. Henry Louis Gates Jr. in the TV show Finding Your Roots. Can you tell yes. us your role in the show? Um, well, I've been collaborating with the Finding Your Roots team since 2014, I think. I collaborate with an, and I, I emphasize the word collaborate, uh, with an incredibly dedicated team of producers, researchers, and genealogists. My area of expertise is uh, Cuba, but I have done research in Spain and other former Spanish colonies for some guests. Um, I also do transcription of old Spanish documents, you know, where when the paleography is, is uh, old, mm -hmm. uh, translations. Um, we don't uh, only advance the tree, you know, just add names and dates to the trees. We also uh, try to put all these names and all these people into historical contexts. And if there, if, if there are interesting facts that we find, well, uh, those, uh, those facts are incorporated into uh, the program, into mm -hmm. the script. Unfortunately, not everything, not everything ends up in the program because, um, I mean, it, some things just don't survive the addition. Right. But, uh, but yes, it's a, it's a wonderful, wonderful uh, team of people um, that are very careful and uh, make sure that everything that they say in that program is backed by serious and reliable documentation. Are you responsible for all the Cubans that they have done the, the Book of Life for? Yes. Uh, since one. 2014, which I think was the first, uh, the first time that they had uh, somebody of uh, Cuban uh, ancestry. Um, yes, I've I've been involved in in all of those. Has that research been been difficult? At times, it has. I remember um, one of the most difficult ones was Carly Simon, mm. who surprisingly had um, Cuban ancestry. Yeah, I it was a very, that. very difficult uh, research, but but we did it. It took yep. time and it took a lot of effort and it took a lot of uh, patience. But yes, we did it. That that was a great episode. I love that episode. Wasn't it? It was very, very surprising. I was I was flabbergasted to know that Carly Simon had Cuban ancestry. <laughs> Me too. Always heard her music. Always loved her music. No idea that Absolutely. she was partly Cuban. <laughs> yeah, well, that maybe that's why that's why she was she's so musical. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. that's true. Yeah, we have that's a great history with, with music. What what are what are some benefits of of having a a membership in the Cuban um, Genealogy Club of Miami? Well, number one, we have these really great, lively, fun meetings every month that you know in which we usually have a presenter, you know, somebody that gives a presentation uh, about, you know, something related to Cuban genealogy. We, we all learn so much with, with these presentations. So these presentations are usually for the members, although we, uh, we have open uh, forums uh, probably twice a year for uh, the general public. And we answer questions and, uh, you know, whatever comes up. But like I said, you know, the monthly meetings are usually for the members. And we, uh, after the presentations, we always, you know, uh, share our findings, share our questions. Uh, and there's always somebody that 
is willing to help always. Um, we have people who um, in the course of their research have basically specialized in one area of Cuba or two areas of Cuba. So, and, and we all have, you know, different um, backgrounds. So we will most likely always be able to answer your questions. Uh, number two, well, there's a members only section that is reserved again for members where we have uh, documents that have been uh, donated to us or we have procured. Um, and the donors have requested uh, those documents to be, um, be public. Mm -hmm. And we do share those with the members. So uh, that, is another, um, that is another of the advantages. Going back to, to the show, Finding Your Roots, because now I remember the question I wanted to ask you. Usually they, you know, they'll have uh, people who are famous, but I noticed that now they're starting to, you know, welcome people like average people. I, will they have any like average person of Cuban descent in the show? Or is this going to be just uh, that you know of or just Americans? Uh, well, that would be a question for the producers. I, I'm not privy to that. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't know that. I have yeah, to ask. You'll see, I, I mean, just tune in for, for season 10. Uh, there, there are a, a few very surprising people who have Cuban ancestry that you would not know that they do. So, wow. So, yeah. Season 10, it's going to be very, <laughs> very nice. Awesome. I, I can't wait. That comes out in January, correct? Yes. Any major projects coming up uh, with your with the club or or yourself? Any anything major you're undertaking? The uh, we have next uh, next month in in November we're going to have a presentation on Cuba Key West Tampa connection. We've never had something like that. And then in December we're going to have one of our uh, open forums. So anybody that uh, that would like for us to uh, answer your questions, please, you know, grab a piece of paper right now, write your questions and be sure to um, head over to our website. It is an open forum. However, you do need to register. We just uh, want to make sure that uh, that we have some control over who is uh, who's tuning in. Uh, so please, you know, just go ahead to uh, our website and where it says meeting uh, events, mm -hmm. click on that and register and we will be happy to answer your questions. And will you be posting this on, uh, on like Facebook groups so more people learn about it as well? Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, we usually post, of course, in our own Facebook uh, page and uh, in the uh, Cuban, in Gabriel Garcia's Cuban Genealogy, Genealogia Cubana Facebook uh, group. From there, you know, people usually share them to, to the other Cuban groups. Well, this this small podcast is heard in 60 plus countries. So I'm, I'm sure a lot of people will hear about this, which is great. Wonderful. The more the merrier. We would love to have a bunch of people uh, tuning in in December. Absolutely. Well, Lord, this... I, I cannot thank you enough for your time. Keep up the great work that you're doing. We love it. And thank you so much for all your contribution to genealogy. Well, thank you very much. It was, uh, it was great uh, doing this with you. And, uh, well, I wish you all the best. Thank you so much.
The Cuban Family Roots Podcast would like to thank and recognize President and Director Mrs. Mariela Fernandez, Second Vice President Dr. Jose Ignacio Vidosola, Director Gabriel Garcia, Director Marelis Peraza, and Secretary and Director Martha Ibanez Zervadakis. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and like to help support the Cuban Family Roots podcast, please share it with others, post it on your social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Cuban Family Roots or on Twitter at Cuban Family Roots Podcast or Facebook at Cuban Family Roots Podcast. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.